Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Balloon party. 101 ESPN. What am I doing? It's kind of like a real like 90s radio jock, and I like it. You want me to stay in character the whole hour? <laughs> you can, I don't think I can do a, that. I give break. Me a, give me a red-hot blues take in that voice. Blues have got to win tonight. Got to show the fans you mean business. Voice cracks. Voice cracking oh, is important. Yes, it's key. They're minus 290 tonight. Jeez. I was thinking about trying to get healthy after that Shashevsky and Blues Devils debacle. Right. I also forgot I bet on Cameron Young to win the Arnold Palmer, and that also got deducted from the account. This is a mess. Yeah, you need to come back I strong. An intervention. So I'm like, oh, Blues Senators, they'll win it. Probably minus 190, and then I look at minus 290. Minus 290. Yeah, you got to put up too much. That's a lot, you man. put up too much. Holy yeah. moly, cockatoli. I'm telling you. The 23-year-old say, holy moly, cagatoli. Uh, no, that, that, that starts at 25. Abstinence. Yeah. <laughs> it starts at 20. When you get to turn 25, that's when you start saying phrases like that. Holy I, moly, cagatoli. I say with holy mackerel. Yeah, well, <laughs> that also has to be attractive. Yep, you got that right. The cocktail lounges. Yeah, Blues minus, no, now it's minus 10, minus 275. We're moving lines yeah, here. Uh, yeah, Blues uh, tonight. Big favorites, and ideally the ship gets righted. Pre-game here on 101 ESPN at 6 p.m. A lot of home games coming up, and uh, and tonight would be a nice night to see it. I'm, I'm Now I'm a little like, what happened? I expect them to bounce back. They're playing kind of a random, so maybe they won't bounce back. And minus 275 or 290 or whatever it is, is a little too much uh, for me to be throwing out there. But that's the number in case you're feeling incredibly confident. Here's the text line number, the Air Comfort Service text line, 65780. 65780, that is how you can interact with this presentation. Jackson calls it the fastest hour in sports talk radio. Yep, that's absolutely right, yeah. Why do you say that? Well, because we talk and then, like... I look at the clock and it's like, oh, we gotta go to break, gotta yeah. go to break, and then we have like a, you know, what'd your grandma think? Two minutes. And what then do we have? And what'd your grandma think? Uh, we have a. This is not brand new. Don't get Here me wrong. We go. But it's a good. We had it, like a two-day streak of of new stuff, and we've decided that's plenty. Let's go back into the. That's 90s. Why we need to hire a plant so that we can have someone ask terrible questions in random sports games. But now this is a uh, another European soccer uh, clip. Okay. Possibly the new best player in the world, so it's gonna be, it's a it's a good one. Uh, Tim, I also got shipped by the Blues last week. What's the play tonight with these odds? I don't know, man. I I don't know if I can I don't know if I can advocate for people to uh, to bet to lay basically three to one. I mean, that's essentially yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I, I just have a tough time with that. Can't enter in into prediction area with those odds. Yeah, that's no, I can't. I can't count that. Uh, but that's 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 what you're looking at. And ideally, they get get it going, and then I think you know, memory wise, you go, okay, that was a mess this weekend, but they're back and everything is cool, and they bounce back and they just beat them uh, beat them badly. They, the last time they played was a about three weeks ago, and they won five to two. Uh, so Blues and Senators once again pregame here on 101 ESPN. 
at uh, 6 p.m. So, Jackson, on the Calvin Ridley story, Calvin yeah. Ridley being suspended. Right. I know you have a Mina Kime sound, and usually when we get these sounds of, like, shows talking about topics, that ain't my bag, Jack. That ain't my bag, Jack, because I don't know who's being honest. You know, this show is also known as Honesty in Media, and who is essentially being a character because it garners ratings. Um, but I think Mina Kimes of ESPN, I think she is giving her real opinions. And so on the Calvin Ridley story, I'm, I'm, my honest answer is I don't, I don't really know if I'm really worked up about it or not, but I know some people are really worked up about it. So I, I, I kind of want to take in columns and opinions from people I respect to see if there is a wrong here, because my my surface level opinion on the story is, yes, I recognize the NFL, and at this point, all sports are working with uh, gambling platforms. I don't think that that therefore means a player should be allowed to gamble on the sport. And from my standpoint, I don't really see how you can see it otherwise. <laughs> However, I understand that there are some people who don't see it that way. And so I'm I'm interested in hearing those perspectives to potentially educate myself and change my opinion. Now, I know that isn't how you're supposed to do it in media. You're supposed to have an opinion, and yep. even if new evidence comes forward, you go down with the ship. Yeah, always die on hills. never admit that you were wrong. But to me, for example, I will apply it to what we do for a living. Yeah. Not just on uh, Tim and Boy here on 101 ESPN, but on TMA, on my podcast, whatever. It would be a lot different for, let's say we took calls on this show, or we obviously take texts, 65780 is how you can text it. And if I were able to go to a restaurant and they said, hey, you talk us uh, you talk us up on your show, you won't be paying for your yeah, mails. Huh? On the arm. Uh-huh. Then at that moment, I, uh, giving my quote-unquote opinion on a restaurant is not the same thing if I were to say to our audience right now, where is the best place in St. Louis to take your wife, significant yeah. other, for a romantic dinner? Sure. You see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So based on our particular roles in whether it be professional society or at specific places such as playing in the NFL, Major League Baseball, PGA, NBA, NHL, whatever, MLS, it changes. And I and, and to me, it's really clear to compartmentalize those things. And if you're playing in the NFL, you can't be betting on the NFL. That, and so now... The other, I don't know if they call it the other side of it, another element to the story is you have NFL players who do things that are oftentimes right. way worse yeah. than betting on the league, and their punishments are way less. Exactly. So that's a different conversation. But the one that I saw most discussed, and again, this is social media, so it's like, you know, going, well, the water doesn't taste good after you take a sample out of a septic tank. Yeah. But... Uh, was, man, this is ridiculous. The NFL's in bed with, you know, gambling now, and now their players can't gamble. I'm like, yeah, I, I, but it's a different deal. Yeah. 
So, all right, what, do, you, do you have some uh, uh-huh. stuff here? What do you have for me? What do you Mina have for Kime. the audience? What do you yeah. have? Mina Kimes. Right, I'm going to take a listen. I want to hear what you've got. Whew. I mean, I, I, like everyone else, I'm kind of processing this because it's so unusual. Uh, it's not unprecedented, but it is in recent history, and it is also happening at a moment when the league has embraced gambling, which I think is important context for all of this because um, I don't think it would be inaccurate to say that they're setting an example here with Ridley. Uh, you know, right now, guys, my reaction is I just kind of feel sad. I mean, to I, I won't say throw away a career because it's a year right now. Will her, pardon me, it's indeterminate, but we'll see. But to throw away this kind of potential um, for, you know, uh, what appears to be a very, very stupid mistake – I really don't think there's a word other than sad that you can use to describe it. Okay, well, I disagree with that, although it, we're clearly, you know, just having a sound bite there, so I don't know. Because sad is like overstating it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a to tough... To me, it's overstating it. To me, it's overstating I understand it. the NFL oh, having yeah. a zero-tolerance policy with that, because it makes sense. You can't have players betting on games. Simple as that. You can't have players betting on games. But a, a year suspension, when guys get a lot less for that, Lot less than that for a lot worse uh, for an injured player. And it doesn't, and I hear a lot about this. Like he always betting on. It doesn't matter who he's betting on or against. You can't gamble in the NFL and be an active player. It's just not can't fly. But he, my my issue is the year long suspension. Maybe he appeals it and gets less, but a year long for that for what it is a, a mistake because he isn't playing. You know, so maybe he thought that that would be okay. Uh, but a year long doesn't make much sense to me. And he was betting parlays. Right, it wasn't that smart actually betting. is the most grotesque element of the story. <laughs> yeah, he it's was. Like, man, you played at Roll Tide and you played in the Falcons. You're betting parlays. You got to be smarter than that. Yeah, so it, you want to you want to just lose money bet parlays, but yeah. join me on five the sweetheart team. teaser campaign. A couple five teams. Uh, Tim, if you're a yeah exactly, uh, if you're an owner, you can't be telling your head coach I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars for every loss either. Well, a bit of a non sequitur, but I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Not necessarily related, but uh, it's under the uh, the umbrella, and I get what you're saying. And he also followed up with this. Players, coaches, and owners directly affiliated with a sport should never be allowed to bet on their sport. Other sports, sure, but their own, never. And I agree with that. Yeah, and so perhaps, just attempted, Roger Goodell's statement, of course, is, you know, I mean, it, it, it's here in St. Louis. We already know the program not to believe a word of it, so to waste time reading it is... Uh, would be just that to waste time but perhaps right out of the gate they're trying to send a message to players that if you mess with this stuff here's the penalty yeah. a year and a year in in an nfl career is perhaps the the greatest percentage of a career yeah. of the four major sports leagues uh in 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 north america because uh, those careers do not last all Absolutely. too long especially for wide out so from that standpoint, maybe that is so. I I get it. It's like yeah, gam. You can be on board with gambling, but that doesn't mean that the players or the owners or the coaches can be gambling right. on the sport. Yeah, yeah. I'm and I don't really that. see how they're. I don't. I don't get. But I'm open to hearing, which is why I said, give me Mina Kimes. Maybe she's got something that. But I, I that's not. I didn't hear anything there outside of the. Yeah, it's just sad. But I don't. I don't. I don't see it. From that standpoint, I see it as, yeah, you you can't if you're playing our sport, you can't be betting on it, and that's really not a double standard. Yeah, no, it's 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 pretty cut and dry. You can't bet on your the sport you're playing in. Um, I, the punishment is what I have an issue with, but it doesn't matter. And I like I said, I hear people saying, "Well, you bet on the Falcons." It doesn't matter. You can't bet on the sport. You'd be uh, against them, with them, it doesn't matter. Another thing that I've seen uh, discussed is that we're going to see a lot more of this with how much. 
gambling, and I just and I, I, I again, I'm trying to see the other side of it, but it's been around forever, and I don't think the regulation of it increases the likelihood of seeing it, which may sound surprising to some people, but I suppose my point is you can you have been able to gamble forever. Yeah. So I don't... <laughs> it's a... Just because you can now do it from your phone and it's regulated, if anything, the people who are going to be involved in paying you off to throw something aren't the people who are participating in reg- regulated gambling, exactly. if you follow what I'm saying. Yeah. So from that standpoint, I don't see it unless, just again, try to play the other side of it, honesty and media, Tim and Boy, 101 ESPN, that I would wonder if... Uh, if a player or a friend or family member of a player got into a big problematic hole yeah, yeah, yeah. and then said, hey, can you do me a favor? And, right, you know, that, otherwise I'm in big trouble here. Yeah. But again, that would be regulated. If it's regulated, it's not like you can run up a tab no. <laughs> because you can only put in what you've got in your account. You see yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. Is that- yeah. And then that, and like you said, whenever you're running up tabs like that, maybe in years prior to it being regulated and mobile, is that's when you start saying, okay, well, maybe you uh, you know, don't catch that ball in the end zone. Maybe you don't do this. That's when it becomes an issue with shaving is when you get in the hole. That's a lot of the stories of point shaving have been guys who have gotten in the hole. Uh, your thoughts are welcome on the topic. 65780, Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you here on 101 ESPN. Uh, we encourage your involvement on the radio show. This is a story that... You know, developed yesterday, and uh, you know, being uh, being in this business, I try to give my honest assessment, and sometimes my honest assessment is it's kind of gray; it's not black or white. Mm-hmm. But as far as feeling like this is some kind of double standard, I don't see it that way because I understand why a league, and I know the NFL has so little equity in St. Louis, but the, but a league would not want its players or coaches uh, or owners, for that matter gambling on games i get that and i also would understand why the ability to gamble on games plays prop bets take your pick is now allowed i think it should have been a long time ago as a poker player it blows my mind away uh that uh we cannot play poker in the united states beyond me as somebody who has bet on a variety of things and having played poker and i've played in five world series of poker main events Poker is, without question, more of a game of skill than than anything else right. that I that I have participated in. Now I know some people who are essentially professional gamblers, and and then at that point they're actually not allowed to bet because <laughs> yeah. they get so good or that they're capped. Um, and if you're one of those people, tip of the cap to you for for reaching that level. But from my standpoint, poker and and that's a game of skill. And somehow at this moment I can't go online. And play as easily as I was able to right. years ago. So that that confuses me because that is a game of skill. So I understand the thought process behind a league saying we don't want you to do it and potentially giving that kind of penalty for it. But I don't uh, understand how some of their punishments for other activities are less than a one-year suspension. So that's, that's where I come up with it yep. but because... Uh, I know some things have a lot of nuance to them. I'm certainly open to hearing otherwise, and you can share those. Uh, 65780, mic drop, which I've talked about playing here on the show for the two months it's been on the air and have yet to play one. 
So that's great. <laughs> Mike, Mike Drops brought to you by Rhino Shield. Uh, all right, so that's what we got for you here on today's edition of Balloon Party. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. This is 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you here on this radio show that solicits your involvement by texting in 65780 or by leaving a mic drop via the 101 ESPN app. Our time check presented by Clarkson Jewelers, 1023 in the morning on Tuesday, March 8th, 2022. Uh, Jackson, Jackson, this this Jackson guy who's trying to force the NBA down all of your throats. Yep. Um, sends over questions. This is a little behind the again honesty and media. A little behind the scenes peek, and you sent over a few last night. He sends over questions for the show, and let me tell you something. And I want you to listen. I want you to listen real nice, like. Uh huh. What you did was your questions made my synapses fire. Sweet. They really did. Oh, awesome. This takes some work too, don't these things? Mm. What are you drinking? What just happened there? Are you drinking like canned water? But is it called liquid death? That's right. Is this product placement? No. No. Well, if the cameras were on, they might be. But yeah. No, this is just good canned Mountain Water. I bought this. You know who I saw at the grocery store? Mike Ryder. Is that right? Yeah. Him and his wife. Wow. Living the life of a hustler. <laughs> yep. That's right. <laughs> I just, I'm like... I was about to turn to Ryder and go, I think Jackson might be drinking on the air. It looked like like a beer I've, can. I've had that issue before because it has like the gold top. And yeah. I, I went to the gym and was drinking one and they came up and said, you can't have beer in here. I right. Said, I said, it's canned water. Titled Liquid Death. That's right. Liquid Death. I'm like, man. Murders your thirst. I've been high on this guy ever since we hired him like a year and a half ago, except he drinks on the air. Little <laughs> did I know. Right here in the middle of a segment in which I was giving you praise. I know. For your uh, your questions, and there were a few, but the thing is, and I was going to ask you via email what you meant by a couple of them, but I thought, you know what, let's do it on the air. Do it let's live. tend it, especially while you're over there pounding <laughs> booze. Now, this is what you sent me. What do you think about players hinting at things or quote unquote playing games with their teams on social media, like Kyler Murray or OBJ? Is this a character flaw to you or just a symbol of the times we live in in sports? I think I know what you mean, but I wasn't sure what you meant, and I'm wanting you to explain sure. for not only myself, but also the people listening to the show. Sure. Uh, so I think we, we saw with Kyler Murray, he deleted all pictures involving right. the Cardinals on his Instagram. And then, of course, the uh, dense uh, letter his agent sent out about his status with the Cardinals. Uh, and then yesterday, it really made me think of it because Von Miller tweeted out something along the lines, I'm paraphrasing, but kind of missing the old thing. And it was hashtag uh, 5,280, which is, of course, the altitude in Denver. Uh, Mile High City, so people he just are, won a Super Bowl, and he wants to go back. Well, that people are alluding that, and then all the news yesterday that the Broncos are all in for Aaron Rodgers. People are then formulating from that maybe the Broncos are looking to make a big play, similar to what the Rams did uh, last year, and go all in for next year. And I was just wondering, you know, do you think that this is more like this is what just happens nowadays, or do you think like if a player does this, maybe a team should maybe try to avoid it. Okay, I follow you. I really like that's what I thought it, it kind of meant, but now you've cited some examples to uh, help uh, for our audience uh, to uh, play along here in the game. And I'm really curious where people are on this. And I don't know if this is 
um, a generational thing mm-hmm. or or not? Um, well, first, you, as, yeah. a, as a 23-year-old, soon-to-be 24-year-old, there's mm-hmm. going to be a huge birthday gala here on Friday's show. You won't believe the guests we have lined up. Yep. Wow, boy. <laughs> Carol Burnett. <laughs> uh, what is your opinion? Of the question you asked, I'm real, and I'm not buying time here, but yeah, I want to yeah. see if if me being 21 years older than you changes the the game. I think that, I don't think it will, but let me see. What you I got? think it, there's degrees to it. Like what Kyler Murray did, I, I'm personally, I, if I'm a GM and seeing that, I'm not saying I would never sign him because he's an unbelievable player, but it's certainly something to, you have to account for. Like this guy might, if he's not happy, he'll vocalize it to millions of people on social media as opposed to keeping it in the room. And then I think someone like Von Miller is just more kind of just like not innocent tweet. My, my issue, What's his status? Is he a free agent? I don't I, – I, I wish I could that, – That changes that one for me if he's a free agent. Well, what about Yadier Molina? Yeah, exactly. Yadier is a great example. I mean, Yadier Molina was sharpshooting Mike Matheny left and right. Right, so I think there's – Via the, his Instagram, which yeah. I just was – Okay, go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. No, answer. it's cool. The I just think sometimes it's like, wow, that's certainly something we have to account for. Other times I think it's just mostly harmless. My real issue is people taking too much of some things and not enough for another. Like the Kyler Murray thing I thought was alarming. Uh, and I think that this Von Miller thing that I'm seeing matriculate and people kind of running with it, he didn't really say that much. You know, maybe he missed his house in Denver. Who knows? But I, I think that there's degrees to it. I think sometimes you should look at it and be, okay, that's a little much. And there's other times where it's less calculated and more innocent. So I've got a couple things on this, and we are, we are for the most part, on the same page. So mm-hmm. that, that makes me feel good, although I feel like you're an old soul for 23. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's I'm accurate. an immature soul for 45. Works with, well. With arrested development, with the height of a four-year-old. So, yeah, I'm looking my four-year-old in the eyes. In a year, he's going to be looking down on me. It's going to be real awkward. But uh, my my thought is this. couple of things. Number one, if you have a serious situation with anybody, ranging from spouse to employee to employer to boss to management to coworker, whatever the case might be, a serious situation that's going to be a defining moment with a change or an interest in change that if you really want it solved Mm -hmm. is best suited to be handled at the very least with some kind of vocal communication. So FaceTime phone call, right? That to me, very least Mm -hmm. best would be face to face. Yeah. I think it's kind of a man. I I feel like I can't use the words I want to use on one one that I would if we were on TMA. Uh, female dog move uh-huh. to text it or go to social media with it. Right. You know, it might get you likes, mm-hmm. but it's not really a way to tend to a situation. Yeah. Like if I were unhappy with something here at our playpen 105.7 HD2, right. I wouldn't like go to Twitter, no. you know, and do some coded thing. Yeah. You know, that, it's just to me... That's it, that's that's a character trait that that is not desirable, and furthermore, it's not really a way to solve a problem. No, no. I am anti-mob mentality, and all that does it stirs up the mob and gets people going. So you're really not trying to solve a problem. You're looking to bully people into doing what you want. So there's there's that, uh, and then secondarily, uh, I really value keeping things in the room. Mm-hmm. And having operated businesses and then been on the other side of the table, the other side of the desk as an employee, uh, 
value when I have people who I know you will keep things inside the room, yeah. i.e. the omerta, so to speak. Um, now, another uh, way things can work is uh, if you do have somebody who you know is a leak, you can utilize that person by giving them bad information and then having them, you know, because you know they're going to leak it, but they don't know that you know that they're a leak. Right. And then you then, you know. Funnel information. The wrong information, and now everybody's paying attention to that. Yeah. So there is value to the leak. You just know that you don't want the leak in a foxhole with you. A little you. red herring situation. So with, with, with respect to all of those things, I don't like it, but... As you said, when we were talking about Kyler Murray, for example, I mean, you know, Josh McCown might keep things in the room and might not might might not run to social media. But who would I rather have under center, you know, on a Sunday afternoon? It's yeah. Kyler Murray. Right. So it's a tough spot. But to answer that, what was the general question? What do I think about it? I think it's weak. Yeah. That's what I think about it. Uh-huh. I recognize that it's the way things, you know, things change and you can sit there and complain about changing, Mm -hmm. but things change and you don't have to participate in the change. But I think it's weak. I I really don't have a whole lot of value for passive aggressive behavior. And to me, it's in 2022 anyway, the ultimate form of passive aggressive behavior, especially if you are in the position of, say, Kyler Murray uh, and you're quarterbacking an NFL team. And the way you're going to communicate frustration of the organization of which you are the starting quarterback is by deleting pictures of them on yeah. your Instagram. I mean, if you were like the quarterback at a high school team, I'd go, boy, that's a little yeah, childish. juvenile. Yeah. You know, you really don't have the nerve to sit down with whether it be Cliff Kingsbury or Steve Keim or Michael Bidwell and sure. talk about it. But you're going to delete pictures off Instagram and yeah. that's how you're going to lead and that's how you're going to command the respect of your, your offensive unit, your receivers, backs and offensive line. Okay. To me, that's that's weak. That's where I'm coming from on it. But I know it's. The, it, I also know this. It's way more common than it is uncommon. And yeah. that to call it weak might actually be considered old school. Right. And then you had a situation like Odell, where his father put out some videos of Baker not hitting him, which you know, true or not, led to his move to L.A., which got him a Super Bowl. So it, it kind of justifies the means. That's the game. Right. Uh, 1991. New Jack Hustler. Ice T. Uh, have you seen the film? Mm-mm. New, New Jack, Jack City? City? Yes, I've seen New Jack City. Okay. Good or bad? Good. Well, good, good. I like how passionate you are about I that. I like New Jack City a lot. But I agree. I, I mean, there's some situations where, like, it ends up working out for a player, which only encourages it further for guys who have that same characteristic. I know. It's rewarded in right. some cases. Right, exactly. And, and, and I think that, and especially if you're a player as talented as someone like Kyler Murray, you have so much more leverage. You know, I think having a, an honest conversation would honestly serve you better than doing trying to go the social media route. And the Cardinals leaned into it by, like, deleting every picture that didn't have Kyler Murray in it to show that they love him or whatever. I don't like, like, yeah, the, I don't well, like now, the games. Now, now all of a sudden you're, you know. Yeah, now I don't like the games. And you're, 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 you're submissive to that behavior? You're rewarding that behavior with, like, blowing a, a social media kiss to the guy who deleted pictures of you? I mean, I don't know. I just, it's not, I get that that's the way that the game is played. But from when I was and whenever the time goes back, if I do, and I'm in a spot where I'm hiring people, I notice that stuff. How somebody conducts themselves on social media is something that I absolutely utilize when I would decide whether or not I want to hire somebody. Right. Yeah. Now, it's a different deal when you're talking about this industry versus a handful of people in the world who can do what Kyler Murray can do. Maybe not even a handful. But I just, I'm just, that's the thing. When you're at that level, it's like, for example, taking it to what I love. 
and I'm staying on the topic and not just going to nerd out on on golf, but like Brooks Kepka, I when he was picking on Bryson DeChambeau with social media shots, it's like Brooks, I mean, you're kind of in a different world than than Bryson. I'm not talking about talent, but I'm talking about mentality. Yeah. And if you follow it, you, you know where I'm going with it. It's like you're picking on the nerd. You're just above that. Yeah. It's like I watch some comedians make fat jokes. Yeah. Who comedians who I think are sharp. And I'm like, that's like knocking in a one-foot putt. You're yeah. better than that. Punching and that's down. how I look at it. Yeah, punching down. That's yeah. exactly right, Jackson. Yeah. Punching down. It's it's just it's and it's just weak. Yeah. So that's where I'm that's where I'm coming from on it. And I'm glad that you at 23 sees it the same thing because I know and people love it. It's the get your popcorn ready gif and people are oh, going to yeah, sit yeah. down and yeah. they don't have anything to do at work, so they're going to watch two guys argue on Twitter for the day. Yeah. But. It's just if you really want to solve a problem, you sit down with somebody. Or if you can't sit down, you're in two different places, you get on a Zoom or you get on a phone call or FaceTime or whatever, and you work it out. You don't put it out there to get people going because yeah. then you're not really going to solve the problem. Your thoughts are welcome. 65780. Tim McKernan, Jackson Burkett with you. It is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. Uh, Murray is being a spoiled little. Ooh, that's a word I cannot say, I don't think. <laughs> nice I think it's a word. Fly. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't see it all that often. Right, no. So I almost just went with it. <laughs> yeah, that's... But I think that. that would be an FCC problem. Yeah. Uh, Miller, who knows what he was referring to. Mahomes' brother, uh, another use of the word. All are seeking attention. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, my God. Well, the next one, Jackson, I can't read it, but yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh Tim, wow, you have the knowledge and memory of a 65-year-old. That is from the 314. Yeah, I have a weird memory. I don't know how to explain it. I'm not necessarily saying it's a good thing just because I think it's a weird thing. Uh, We have some breaking sports news. Aaron Rodgers, back to the pack. Ian Rappaport. Uh, Ian Rappaport reporting Aaron Rodgers agrees to a four-year, $200 million deal with the Packers. It's $153 million guaranteed. Jeez. He now becomes the highest-paid player in NFL history. Unbelievable. That is, that is a monstrosity of a contract. Now, monstrosity carries a negative connotation with it. No, I mean, I think, well, he means... I, that might, I'm saying that not to... Right, to say I'm, I'm saying because yeah. you might mean monster, but you said monstrosity. Do you see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a monster contract, that's okay. for sure. Do you sure. think it's a monstrosity, though? Uh, I mean, Because he, now you're going to be a takesmith if you call it a monstrosity. I don't want to be a takesmith by any means, but I knew they had to secure him, and they have to back up the Brinks truck to secure him, and so I get it, but he is at the back half of his career... He will be uh, 39 the next time he's in the playoffs. He just turned 38 in December, right. on December 2nd. So you're paying four years. A couple of those years are going to be in his 40s. But, hey, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl in his 40s, so not to say it can't be done. Yeah, I uh, I, I, I really didn't think that he would get four years. Right, that was what I was that's, confused about. That's the thing that stands out to me is, is four years. And I gather at that point that means that'll wrap it up. Aaron Rodgers is a Green Bay Packer, period, and that'll yep. do it. No, yeah, I don't think he's going to be signing another one at 43. And if he does... God bless him. Yeah, I meant <laughs> at the tip of the cap. But uh, that wraps that thing up. And the thing with Rodgers' deal is I don't think that this was a play to get money. I think he was legitimately, I don't know what the right word is, pissy. Right. I think that's, and I think it's a great word to describe him oftentimes. He yeah. gets pissy. But mm-hmm. I kind of like, I kind of don't mind, especially if he's, you know, talking about it uh, and not like deleting pictures from Instagram. Right. That's not, that's not his style. No. <laughs> but, but he kind of, in a way, doesn't care. Um, and in that sense, you know, even though he can be pissy, 
I kind of respect it. He knows he's kind of invincible in a sense, especially in the Packers organization. He can kind of he has carte blanche to do a lot of things that maybe you know a twenty four year old quarterback doesn't have. So uh, Aaron Rodgers, four years, two hundred million dollars with a hundred fifty three million dollars guaranteed, and he is now the highest paid player in NFL history. This news just breaking here within the last few minutes. First reported by the NFL Network. Aaron Rodgers is going to be a Green Bay Packer and barring a either age miracle or some bizarre turn of events, he will be with the Green Bay Packers for the duration of his career. All right, we got to take a break. Man, this, here we go. It's the fastest hour in sports. <laughs> I'm looking at my clock. I'm like, I bet 10.30. No, 10.39. I really got to go. 10.39 in St. Louis. That's a Clarkson Jewelers time check. I'm Tim McKernan. That's Action Jackson Burkett. This is Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. I'm waiting for percussion. I feel like percussion's coming. Yep. Is Ready? it coming? Here, I'm going to raise it up a little bit. There it is. It was very stately open. It's a very, it was. It's a very I stately. I need that when I walk into a room. Right, yeah. <laughs> Bring out the trumpets. <laughs> I have to be on lifts so people can see me. And then they'll hear the trumpets. And then, and then the percussion kicks in. Where is he? Where is he? I know he's already been in the room for 20 minutes. Uh, welcome back. It's Balloon Party. This is 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan, St. Louis University High School. Class of 94, University of Missouri Journalism School, TBD. <laughs> Jackson Burkett, Ledoux High School, thinks he's better than everybody. Class of 2016, University of Missouri, class of 2020. 2020. Thank you. Yep, August of 2020. I, uh, my wife sent me a picture of us at a spring training game yesterday mm. uh, from two years ago. And she goes, is this the last game before all hell broke loose? So this was from a year ago today? Two years ago. Yeah, yeah. Because years, right. it was all about to go down. Yeah, we were like three or four days away. I, I think like I think Mizzou had started talking to students about like, hey, we're probably going to be online until... Uh, well, when did they say that? So I think we... So two years ago... I always ago, kind of view March 12th, 2020 right, that was the, the day. day NBA said we're shutting down and then everyone else followed suit. But it was... Uh, we had heard rumblings of it from my buddies on the East Coast that their schools were going online until spring break, which was two weeks after. So we got- Do you recall what day you heard those rumblings? I'm I just think, curious. I think on the 10th or 11th, okay. we got the notice that we were, gonna be on, we were gonna be online until spring break, and then we'd come back in person after that, and then those two weeks happened, and then obviously the rest of the semester was uh, online. What I recall from that, I went to that game with my wife and my son, and uh, her parents live with us when we're down there. Um, is before the game, I'm down on the field, and John Mazalek did a press conference. And uh, I recall seeing Brad Thompson at that. And, um, and he has everybody gathered around, and there was a topic that was all— ba- Oh, Gyro Munoz. Do you remember Gyro yeah. Munoz? He just uh, he cleared out. He said— He just bolted like the wind. <laughs> Had enough Just left. Yeah. It's the strangest damn thing. <clears throat> so that was the topic. And Mazalek was a little late coming to the media session on the field. You know, it's not like a bunch of people because we're down in Jupiter. I would guess maybe be in the 10 range at the most. And he's late, and he kind of goes through these protocols for what was being called at the time the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess if the 12th were a Thursday in 2012, so this is March 7th. Yeah, March 7th, so it makes sense. That's yeah. the, the game that we were at. My wife sent me that picture that popped up on our like, Facebook memories or something. And for the first two minutes or so, he goes, hey, we have some updated protocols because of the coronavirus. Going forward, uh, players will not be signing autographs. They'll be signing and then tossing them yeah. to fans. And uh, I think there might have been some semblance of media restriction. And so in the moment, which sounds weird now, that was like, whoa, what's going on? Where, yeah. is, where, is, where is this coming from? That comes from out of nowhere. And for that brief period of time, for a handful of days, you're talking four days, people are like, man, what are they doing with this? This is so strange to eliminate media yeah. accessibility and or autographs over this thing. And then, I mean, it's so strange to think in less than 100 hours – it went from, oh, why is he even talking about this thing, to league shutting down. I remember the, the PGA was at the Players' Championship. Yep, yep. They played one round, shut it down, shut it wonderful down. round from the great Hideki Matsuyama. Then it was over. NBA, like you said, because, what, the Utah Jazz had a couple of guys. Rudy Gobert, yeah. Right, and, uh, and baseball. Yep. And um, I was out on the golf course, actually, with Al Roboski, uh, I recall, when uh, I think we were on number 15 at uh, where they play the Honda Classic, the Bear Trap. And uh, got word that uh, the the baseball was shutting down, not canceling the season at that time, but right. shutting down. Right. That was yeah. That was I, I remember uh, my birthday, which is March thirteenth, was the last night I like was in a big group with anybody. We went to Harpo's that night, and we all knew that like this was going to be our last hurrah. So in that sense, when I saw that picture, and we're standing outside of Roger Dean Stadium, I'm holding my son and, and standing there with my wife, and it's just like you have no idea, right. even though you're so close to it, right. What's going to happen? That this is not something you will experience again and really didn't last year to the full amount. Now, we were down there last year and you could go to games, mm -hmm. but it wasn't all out. No. And then here we are in 2022 and there are no games. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the last time you've really had a full true spring training is 2019, which this was the season that it seems like it was 10 years ago, doesn't it? I mean, when you say right. that the Cardinals were in the NLCS, and doesn't it seem like a decade ago? Absolutely. And we now, played... I realize that NLCS was a very brief, brief appearance, appearance that featured, like, what, a run or something. <laughs> yeah, it was rough showing. But, uh, but either way, they were in the NLCS, and it feels like a decade ago, and I think it's part because everything that's been going on. Right, and then we played that audio last week of Adam Wainwright discussing. Yes, that the, was the 2019 spring training trip. Which feels so long ago, yes. and now we're finally at that stage that Adam was talking about. Yes, he called World War Three as far as the baseball negotiations go it, from our picnic table in February of, of 2019. So, when I saw that picture, I'm just like, ah, I kind of, it, it kind of just gives me I don't know, chills, but also it's sad. I right. guess it's like, look at how happy we are, and we have no idea. What's coming down the What's play. coming yeah. in a matter of, for real, four days. That's yeah. the way that it played out. Uh, 10.50 in St. Louis. Uh, we talked about it in the previous segment. For those of you just joining us, Aaron Rodgers agreeing to a $200 million deal to stay in Green Bay. That's a four-year contract, $153 million of that guaranteed. I'm sure you will hear much more on that coming up on BK and Ferrario at the top of the hour and then on the fast lane, and that leads into the Blues and Senators. Ideally, the ship gets righted tonight. The Blues Big favorites, minus 290, and then I've seen it lower to minus 275. Point is, if you want to win money on the Blues, you basically got to bet 3-1. to one. Blues and Senators pregame here on 101 ESPN at 6 p.m. We will take a break on Balloon Party and come back with So What Your Grandma Think This is 101 ESPN.
We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Sometimes the media asks bad questions. Not not a good question. Like, Coach, uh, how cool was it that it was a Wisconsin player that uh, sank the winning shot? Well, they're all Wisconsin players. Or... I'm doing a story about New Year's resolutions, and I was just wondering if you had any you wanted to share with your fans and our readers. Yeah, no, not right now. Okay, thanks. And when that happens, players will fire back. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? Stop asking me stupid questions. Now it's time for... So what's your grandma think? As I was listening to it, I was thinking, you know what? It might be time for a new open. But so what your grandma think always puts a smile on my face. So, so maybe good. a new open leading into... Yeah, there's some good. We can we, we can pull some of the great ones we've played so far and use it for some of those little bites. Uh, Jackson, uh, what do we have here? This is from 1964. No, I believe it's from 2019. It's Erling Holland, Norwegian soccer player. He's one of the best in the world. Uh, he'll be making a big move this summer, but uh, he's not long for words. So here you go. Tonight you became the youngest player in UEFA Champions League history to score a first half hat-trick. How are you feeling right now? I feel very good. Anything else? Uh, you ask how I feel, I asked. I answered. I feel very good. What's the secret? 17 goals now this season in nine games. To work hard. You've seen the Liverpool result, they lost 2-0 tonight. In two weeks you go to Anfield, your father scored there in 1997. Are you going to follow suit? I hope so. How are you feeling? Um, in Come on. Um, <laughs> you can't hear it, but you can, if you watch the video, he says, what's up with these questions? And the reporter says, come on. <laughs> That's what I was asking. I thought somebody said, Comet. No, he says, he, come on? He said, yeah, he says, come on. <laughs> After answer number two, I like to analyze these and play Judge Steve Harvey. Right. Uh, I was thinking to myself, all right, that'll that'll wrap it up. Yeah, I've been in that spot before, uh, with a with a member of the current Cardinal roster, actually. So it was recent, uh, and and he clearly wasn't there as far as. And this was a sit down interview too. This was supposed to be like a half hour podcast interview, and he clearly wasn't having it. And I didn't go, hey, come on. <laughs> I was like, all right, I know where we are. I've been doing it long enough to know the program. You don't want to do this, and I'm not going to try to force it. Thank you for your time. God bless. No one will ever hear this interview. This guy. Um, <laughs> um, he was trying to make it work. Yeah. And, and, it, just, and it was never going to happen. Nah, he, he and was by the so, way, the question sucks. So I side with the. Uh, yeah, Erling Holland. Erling Holland, a friend of the show. All right. Uh, BK and Ferrario coming up next. That'll do it for us here on. Balloon Party. For Action Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This is 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home-trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.